Hi, this is Lori Jean Fanella, singer and songwriter, coming to you from Portland, Oregon. And we've officially almost hit fall. It's getting a little chilly. It was really cold this morning. I went to the gym to swim, and I had to dry my hair before I went out, so I didn't get really sick. I got my COVID booster, the new one that fights Omicron and a few other strains. And um, I'm actually doing a lot better than I usually do when I get the boosters. It's been almost a year though, so that probably makes a big difference. I've been really pushing myself working out at a gym versus in my home, which is completely different. It just really challenges you more. Um, and the uh, booster is half of the COVID-19 medicine and then the other half is the Omicron with the other newest strains and if it doesn't fight every other single new strain that's come out it'll make your body a lot stronger so that was a decision that I made to get it done and I also had my new flu shot and my ammonia shot and they both made me sick so which I've mentioned on here. So I'm pretty much all up on being sick in shots. I'm just a little tired as usual. I'm taking Tylenol, which I know is not good for the liver and everything, but um, I've had problems with that before, and I really think it's because I took so much Tylenol when this pandemic started, and I was just really trying to fight it any way I could before we had the uh, vaccines for it. But I, I just usually do it for two or three days, but, um, you know, I've been doing that kind of uh, on and off for the last six weeks because this is my third vaccine. So hopefully I'll be okay doing that. Um, got a little bit of, you know, no THC, CBD in me. Um, got my hemp pills and stuff. But I, I'm holding together. I got it done yesterday at Fred Meyer's and I went swimming today. I didn't get as much sleep as I usually do, which isn't good for me. But... Um, I think all in all, I'm, I'm holding it together pretty well. I'll probably still be kind of tired, you know, dragging on for a couple of weeks. But the fact that I'm swimming instead of really pushing myself at the gym is huge. Um, I have been listening to Rebecca Campbell a lot. And, of course, Beverly F. Searle every day. I do my meditation to her. But um, I've been writing to flowers because Rebecca Campbell, who is a light worker, she loves flowers and she's hugely into roses so I went and I searched flowers at pixabay.com they have beautiful flowers over there and uh, one artist in particular B-E-S-S-I that has flowers over there um, I picked out not necessarily all of the songs that I wrote to flowers from Bessie but at least two I believe and if you go to lauriejeanfanola.com which I'm going to do to go over at least one of the songs with you today. Um, and we're calling this episode Writing with Flowers. Writing from Flowers. Not with, excuse me. It's a little weird. I want to mention something else. I've been um, really excited about looking into maybe a tiny home on wheels. You know, sometimes it's a fad in my mind and then I just leave it and I let it go. But I just think van life of women is so cool. Uh, though it's really hard, it's one of these things where you have to kind of challenge yourself and I really didn't want to go that route but um, out of all the tiny houses that I've seen so far I'm kind of stuck on this one place called Incredible Tiny Homes and they have a YouTube channel and they're really trying to push these um, little tiny houses that they're selling now for $20,000 um, to just take them off without the solar panels and stuff I guess 
and which is really hard to afford, but it makes you think as a woman where these other women are going out spending so much money, a little at a time though, to put their vans together and just go out there and live in them. They're so small, they're squished, and you know, they're challenged a lot. And I just feel like if I were gonna do something, I would rather pull a tiny home on wheels. And it's kind of my dream to travel around a little bit. Um, I don't really like to go, um, what they call boondocking, I guess they call it. I mean, I'd be afraid to do that, but I would love to go to state parks where you can just hook yourself up. And these things actually, um, with incredible tiny homes, they, um, and if you go there, tell them I sent you, tell them I am a, an abuse survivor. And if there's any way I can help women by maybe somehow working with him someday and promoting that, you know, we can make it affordable for a woman to have a home on her own. Um, boy, I'd be so out there. I'm one of these women myself, but I think I have a little bit more of a chance um, than some other people with an income coming in. But anyway, I'd be afraid to boondock. I'll get back more into these homes. And, um, but I love being out in nature, writing, and state parks are fun enough for me. And I'd have to work to get my license again, which is fine. But um, I just thought what a cool idea, because what it is is you have everything that you need. You're not squished into the back of a van where you have to find some place to go to the bathroom and to take a shower. And I understand that's a glorified um, way to travel. Well, actually, not really. It's just more of a human way to travel but for a lot less money than some of these some of these people are paying. Now, a lot of people, they're just going in their regular vehicles and fixing them up to sleep in. Um, and some people are actually going out buying a really expensive van and they're um, fixing it into a livable situation. But I just really couldn't be cramped into something that small. I need a place to do my yoga. Um, when I get in pain, I have to get down on the floor and stretch. And um, I guess I'm talking about women who are out there and, um, you know, they're injured, they're hurting, they're dying. Um, I mean, a lot of us are after such a hard life and we don't have the money to buy a home. And I wanted to suggest to young women out there, if there's any way, and I know coming from life itself, many times I couldn't save a penny because if I did, boy, I would have gotten it. And you don't have to be living with anybody abusive. You just might not be living a lifestyle that um, society accepts. But if you can hide an online bank and even put $10 away a week starting when you start working, um, you know, right when you get out of high school or you're in high school, out of college, $10, $50 a week, whatever you can, even those two or $3,000 can help towards putting a down payment towards getting something, anything for yourself. And um, another thing is credit. I know we're squashed on a lot um, and we can't say a word. Whether we've done something or not, it's still going to come our way and we can't do a thing about it. But um, like me, I've... Uh, if you bide your time and just kind of keep doing what you need to do. And unfortunately, I was really kind of uh, sick to have to push to fight some of these places that were unjustfully taking advantage of me. 
and it was really hard on me and so I completely understand if you're hurt and you can't go back and fix this but I mean seven years goes by pretty quickly so you know do the best you can to keep doing what you can the best of and I just can't encourage you more the little even the little bit amount of money there are homes out there that are being made now that you might be able to afford for yourself to get into um, at some needed situation in your life and a lot of these women who are out there working their whole lives they don't want to go to you know low-income housing and I completely understand that uh, maybe they can't get in there um, it's definitely not an ideal situation being out in nature it's so free and so there's so much freedom and it's kind of a reward you get at the end of it all that you survived it and to walk into something that's yours, even if it's this tiny little box. And let me tell you, these boxes at this one particular place, I've been looking around, not a real lot, but I'm just stuck, excuse me, stuck on this one place. The incredible tiny homes. And that, you know, you can put them together to look really kind of cute. Like the ones that look just like little boxes, they've shown them done, like just with some paint and stuff. And they really look cute, so. But that's something that's excitable to me, and you can pull them with um, like a little SUV. I think they're only like 5,000 pounds, so if you get a little SUV or pickup truck that can pull up to 6,000 pounds, I guess it's very doable. I think it's 217, 2017 or newer. They might just be the Nissan, because I saw one woman drive off with one of these tiny homes on that uh, YouTube channel I just mentioned. But... Um, it's doable it is so and of course you know you have to make sure you're dealing with places that will take these little homes in as far as you know campsites and they're certified as RVs so you should be able to go to campsites and they're really tiny the tiniest one is um was it uh, 8 by 16 so it looks really tiny but I mean it's got a full-size shower you can put a washer dryer in there now if you're traveling around I just have this tiny little washer. I mean, you could just put that in there, just get a toaster oven. Um, just keep it, you know, keep it light so you don't have to worry about bolting things down all over the place. But, um, I mean, I know you can't necessarily park on the road or boondock probably a lot with that. But, I mean, I guess you can go to, well, actually, since it's an RV, you could probably still go to Walmart, Cabanos. Is it called Cabanos or Calbanos? It's like a sporting goods camping store. Um, I think Lowe's even lets you can't, um, park in their parking lot. But if you can't get to a campground right away, you could stop at some of these places. And So I just wanted to encourage um, encourage you to just put away just even a tiny bit of money. If you can. I understand it's hard. So I, like I said, Rebecca encouraged me, inspired me. And I wrote the first song, Oh, Come Sing With Come sing with me, my flower. If you're over at myloriejeanfinola.com, that's the first one I wrote from. And it's a daisy. And let me open up the um, the post so I can tell you. Okay, I wrote down, this flower reminds me of happy times at childhood. And which it really did as soon as I saw it. And that photo is from Bessie. And I'm singing to a man here, which I just, I love to... Um, I dress a man's pretty set. I think there's so much love to that. 
So come sing with me, my flower, is the name of it. I want to dance and sing when you're around. I can open myself up wide in your face. I hold back no emotion. You brought me to this place. And then I have the chorus. Come sing with me, my flower, as I watch you. You're at the most open that you can be. And then the next, the verse, the next verse. I don't hesitate my feelings when I look close at you. I know instantly how I feel. I'm confident in this. And then again, the chorus. Come sing with me, my flower, as I watch you. You're the most open that you can be. And now I have a verse and a bridge. Come make me laugh. I know I can be the loudest with you. I can cry. You won't judge me. I won't falter with my love for you. I'm as strong as I can be. I don't think twice about myself. I know you have all the definitions of me. So isn't that a cool feeling when you know that someone loves you so much that you don't have to worry about defining yourself? It's all okay. He's already, he's already got it all in the right place. Come sing with me, my flower, as I watch you. You're at the most open that you can be. I know I can be the happiest with you. Come sing with me, my flower. Come sing with me, my flower. So I just thought that that was really cool. Um, that just came to me, and boy, that was a quick way to write a song. And I'll give you another one. This one is, uh, I don't think I could actually put this one to a song, but it's really kind of cool. It kind of goes along with, um, well, it, it's it's of me growing up still once again. And this photo is by Joe Wellington. Okay, Wild Heart, you naughty little girl putting those holes in your pants, pulling your shirts up. And that, you know how we have holes in jeans now? Well, we used to put them in there um, ourselves as, as kids in my, my time in the 70s. So, of course, I'd put them in the butt area a little bit. But how many times, oh, and my shirt's being pulled up, I'd go to school and fold my shirt so my belly button would show. Of course, once I'm away from my parents. How many times have you packed a school bag with your naughty clothes? Sometimes I'd bring other things I'd rather wear at school. Cute little short tops and throw them on. How many times have you dreamed and persuaded the boys to look your way? Obviously, that must have been what I was looking for. I think I, I felt like I just wanted attention, period. How many times have you dreamed... And, oh, I just said that, sorry. <laughs> How many times have you told Grandma no to what you're going to do? How many times have you landed a slap on your face? <laughs> I've definitely had that. <laughs> I've had that done to me. And my grandmother would tell me to stop swinging with my shirt falling down over my head and I would do it anyway don't tie me down by locking me in my room don't charge me for gas so I won't go too far my dad had this thing about if I wanted to go out on a date I'd be like 11 he'd say okay well sure you can go now it's going to cost this much money for gas and by the time he was done I was so dissuaded I didn't want to go so he was very good at that um, I'd get grounded all the time because I would take off and go places I wasn't supposed to go so that's what that's locking me in my room. Don't ignore my tears. I go on for three days to attend that naughty dance once again. My biggest thing was dances. And um, before you enter high school, what is that, middle school? And so they would take that away from me when I would do something bad. And I literally, for three days, sat on the floor crying, trying to convince my family to let me go. And they did let me grow, go, but I was so um, exhausted <laughs> from trying to act to go. I did not enjoy myself at all. And my grounding just uh, got picked up after that point on, so it wasn't worth it at all. So that's what I got from um, 
those two flowers. Now this flower here of Wild Heart, it's kind of um, a daisy, but with all different uh, pink colors in there, like kind of a wild fuchsia with a light pink. And instead of the bud in the middle being yellow, it's got this fuchsia bit of um, color in the middle um, with the yellow surrounding it that's kind of turned to gold from it. So, and then I have one more that I think I can, I'm going to give you this one next time and see if I can write a few more. I don't know if this is going to turn into a flat, um, an album, huh? Writing from flowers. So this is where I'm at right now. Um, and like I said, Rebecca Campbell has inspired me. And um, I've also been listening to Gabby Bernstein, uh, whom is fantastic. And... Um, listening to her meditations. I'd like to listen to her podcast too, but most of what I've been doing is just um, strolling on YouTube, just watching these women who are out there living as nomads. And I didn't know what nomad meant as far as a woman being out there in a van. I felt kind of insulted to this. And I thought, geez, I don't want to deal with that word. It doesn't sound good. It's just a term for um, a person uh, living out of their van and not necessarily having a base home which honestly, I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, I've seen many children's books that have families living in drivable little homes, <laughs> you know, living in boats or living in buses, and it's really kind of cute. But um, I've been really amazed, you know, and some of the stories have been sad, um, people being homeless, and some, most of it, it's, it's been because of financial situations a lot of it has been also because they want to be up in nature and they've had bad things happen in their lives. Um, some people just don't want to pay the rent that's out here today, which I can definitely understand that. But I think in the long run, we all just want a home and we long for a home and we long for peace and we deserve to enjoy nature in peace without being uncomfortable, without being judged and without being scared and always having, having to question why we're doing this. I mean, I think the biggest question is, why are we even doing this? And, you know, is it okay to do this? And I mean, heavens, it should always be okay to enjoy nature. Now, I suppose um, if you're going to drive uh, outside of places that you have to pay for, and boy, I mean, campgrounds are pretty cheap. State parks, I think they're like oh, 20 bucks. A night now I suppose that that certainly adds up though huh that's like 600 a month um, and then the gas net well that's that's if you're staying put and you're just like really enjoying that <clears throat> I'm so sorry my voice you're enjoying that area for that moment um, so I guess now that I think about it um, that would be kind of hard and that's just what someone had said to me it could be 30 bucks a night now but actually probably with all your hookups but I mean if you have your own stuff that you don't need like the solar panels on a lot of these things um, then you, you probably wouldn't even have to use uh, the hookups and then maybe you could just pay the lower fee or fare um, I'm hoping this place is like a ten dollars uh, yeah that that's tough that is tough but um, boy you know I don't know. That's probably something I could do in the future. My bills all being paid off and then making sure that I'm paying cash for something tiny. Um, but I mean, if you're going to to park your 
your um, your little tiny home in a lot, like um, with a monthly fee, except their place at it at that incredible tiny homes. They're only charging a couple hundred now, but I think they're new to doing that. My I guess ordinarily it can be up to at least six hundred dollars a month. So I mean, if you're going to enjoy yourself camping and you're going to different places until you decide to stop at a lot and maybe you can find some for four hundred dollars or something um and then it, it might be worth paying the camping fees so i don't know it, it's an idea but a nature and just women being out there and just really being so brave has has always been on my mind but that part of life with them has been on my mind so I don't know I hope somehow I pass something on to you and um, I hope that maybe you can go when you're exploring nature maybe write something from what you're looking at I can't imagine what um, what some of these people's eyes are seeing out there I mean I've seen some of it but not all of it and boy what they must be drawing in so I really, really want to do that someday, be able to be out there a lot more and write from nature. So try writing from flowers like I've been doing. Go to Pixabay, just type up flowers. If there's a type of flower you like, type that in there. Um, sign up for an account so you can download the pictures without being asked to verify your identity. Um, I mean, if you don't want to, then just verify. I think that's like a capture or something. But, um, yeah, so until next week, this is Laura Jean Finella, singer-songwriter. Please take care.